0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast.
1: I am your host, Rich Dotson. Here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Yo. Hey.
0: And we enter week four. Here we go, man. Pretty much twenty-five percent away through the fantasy season.
1: That's so depressing.
0: Oh, it is. As a Browns fan, I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> Me neither, man. Oh,
1: uh, holy cow!
0: I've never, I've never so early felt so alone and I, all lost hope.
1: I lost hope the minute they sold that or sold that bum Josh McCown to us as their starting quarterback. Oh goodness gracious!
0: Yeah. No, the worst part is this is my away game week,
1: well, so
0: I'm uh, I'm gonna fly halfway across the country to San Diego. Well, I'm actually flying to L.A. I have a lot of friends that live out there in L.A. I'm going to kick with them. That'd be the fun part. And then we're going to make the drive down to San Diego on Sunday to go watch the Browns play.
1: At least you won't have to hear Johnny chants like you did last weekend at the stadium.
0: Sure, I will. My wife will, at least. <laughs> Johnny. I was not the guy chanting Johnny. and uh, Stuff like that it frustrates me a little bit to get in your own team's head. But, yeah, this is my away game week, so if anybody's going to be in San Diego, tweet at me because I'll be there too. I'm going to be wearing my, so one time of the year, I actually wear like a football jersey. Re- I buy jerseys all the time, I don't wear them.
1: Got to represent when you're on the you road. got to represent
0: man. the road. Let yeah. those San Diegoans know what's up. Yeah. That's right. I like poop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Show you guys. The best part about being a Browns fan and going on the road, no one even heckles you. They don't care.
0: No, they still do sometimes. They're
1: like, oh, you're so bad, dude. We just feel sorry for you. <laughs> the couple of
0: random strangers come up and hug me.
1: Yeah, dude. They, remember Indy? They were so yeah. nice to us. Even the, even the people in Kansas City were pretty nice. They're, so, yeah, They were sharing their nice. barbecue with us and everything. They yeah. were.
0: Yeah. They were. One guy wasn't very nice, but yeah, they're, for the most part, they're, they're nice. Uh, right. Last year in Tennessee, they don't really tailgate out there, but they're, they're, they're cordial in Tennessee, too. Well, we'll see how it is in San Diego. Yeah. I remember one time when I went to L.A., I went to a Dodgers game, uh, tribe Dodgers game. And I, got, I was wearing my tribe jersey, and I was like, "I thought I was gonna get stabbed."
1: Yeah, well, you better was, be this careful. This is a
0: baseball game, dude. You yeah. heckled at baseball <laughs> games. Goodness, huh.
1: I know those San Francisco fans get kind of crazy. There seems to always be like a fight or something breaking out at that stadium. with oh, the away yeah. I mean, yeah. teams. So don't go there. No, if I when, when I go to
0: Philly and I go to like Oakland yeah. for that away game, I am a one. of am wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, That's... and some riot gear yeah so, so yeah as a browns fan it was a rough week in uh some of my leagues it was a rough week uh, in our podcast dynasty listener leagues we have two of them yeah guess my record in both same record
1: i know you're one and two in the one so. uh-huh <laughs> nope yeah you are i lost
0: not the no not the not the reality league sports oh okay. yeah, yeah yeah, uh the, i started two listener leagues oh
1: i thought you were talking about i thought you included that as one of your listener leagues.
0: you know me the expert okay
1: are you 0-3? 0-3. Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: Lost a 1 the week before by one point. That is pretty pathetic, dude. It is. Right. It's embarrassing. Yeah, that
1: is. That Just is. shows
0: you go. You know, I started, off the, I started off that draft. I felt like I was doing really well. You know, in the third round, I got LaShawn McCoy. Oh. Fourth round, got C.J. Anderson. Oof. I was like, yeah, killing it.
1: Yep. Hey, I, remember, I didn't
0: even want to take C.J. Anderson, but I was like, I got to take him.
1: Yeah, too, too good of a value to pass up. I remember that.
0: Yeah, and here I am now. Looking like the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. But worse,
1: because yeah. the Browns have a win.
0: Yeah, not man, me.
1: Not you. I'm man. doing
0: good in other leagues. Yeah, but that's all, you know. It's like those are the podcasts. Those guys have got to be in the league of like. Pfft.
1: These guys are posers. <laughs>
0: I gotta stop listening to this damn podcast. I got, <laughs> I got the points, but you know
1: the problem is you've been giving out too much good information. And now they're onto you.
0: The problem is too is I'm in so many damn
1: leagues. Like yeah, I agree to stay on top of the free agent wire is like nearly impossible. You're way. You're in way too many leagues. I'm gonna come back a little bit next year. Yeah, you need to, man.
0: Yeah, I will. It's a lot. You need to. It's a lot. Yep. But, uh, you know, at the same time, so if you're 0 3, it's definitely like I don't, I haven't lost hope. You know, it's like I lost one game, 121 to 120. It's kind of like, ah, crap, you know? Right. Uh, But if you're 0 3 and you're in a dynasty league, unless you know, like, all is lost, you know, you got everybody you know is hurt, you got Des Bryant, all those jazz, all that jazz. It's still not time to jump ship yet. It's not time to panic. Uh, Now, if you lose this week and you're 0 4, Let's go to DefCon Five because yeah,
1: you're starting to. You got to start shuffling some stuff around. <laughs> yeah, make maybe it make a move,
0: selling yep. high, yep. uh, stand on top of those waiver wires, buy low. Listen to the podcast. Uh, I know last week we did our must starts after week two. It was I believe, sure. And you're like, remember I told you I was like, hey guys, everybody's out there who's listening, check your waiver wire. I picked them up myself, Richard Matthews. Rashad
1: Matthews had a good game.
0: And you're like, hey, hey, <laughs> slow down, Rich. Uh, I'm not going to say he's a must-start. I'm like, okay, he's not a must-start, but he was wide receiver 25. Well, after last week on the season, after three weeks, who's wide receiver number 12? Right behind Travis Benjamin. Uh,
1: I, I don't know. Shall, tell me, Rich. Who is it? His name is Rashard <laughs> Matthews. Wow. For
0: the Miami Dolphins, had a big week this week again. Um, I told you guys to watch out for him. Hopefully you picked him up off your waiver wire list after the podcast because he came away with a doozy. He had uh, two touchdowns. Yeah. He had six catches for hundred and thirteen yards, Rashard Matthews. If you didn't listen last week and your friends don't listen to the podcast, he's still out there on the waiver wire, which there's there's gotta be no way he's available now. Uh you should pick him up. I and mean, he's an he he's officially for me he is a wide receiver three.
1: And it's not a fluke either. I mean he was targeted ten times, so obviously, you know, him <clears throat> um him and him and Ryan Tannehill, sorry, I started joking there. Him and Ryan Tannehill obviously have a good connection going, so I I I think I don't think it's a fluke either now.
0: I told, oh, see, now, I a day I, late, dollar short
1: you are. I, hey, that's why you're the expert.
0: I was on this last week through Rashard Matthews Strain, and I'm still on it. It's a, again, if you picked him up, that's kudos to you because he's wide receiver 12 mm-hmm. on the year. And like Matt said, he's being targeted, so he's going to be one of those guys that just finishes probably in, on a season as like maybe a mid-range wide receiver two, low-end wide receiver two that you never saw coming. Right. Unless you listen to the podcast. So good. if this is your first time, well, you should have, should have started listening last week.
1: It was a good call, Rich.
0: Yeah, so that, that was a good game out of Matthews last week. No it had a really good game.
1: Who was that? Your boy. Oh, my boy. He got, finally, finally got a chance.
0: Man, are we flip-flopping on this one? This oh, Just a couple of weeks ago, even you conceded that, hey, Tevin Coleman looked good.
1: I should have stuck to my guns, apparently. A couple
0: busted ribs. And it's already, who, who didn't play like leapfrog on the depth chart today?
1: Um, that's, that was the word on the street that he officially, you know, leap, leapfrogged Tevin Coleman on the, on the unofficial, on the unofficial, uh, depth chart. So I don't know what that exactly means, but I think he's the starter. I think he is the starter as well. I think he was the starter going into training camp and all that. And then, you know, he went down with the hamstring injury. And to be honest, I got I gotta, um, I had a question like, is, you know, which, which Devante is the real Devante? And, and I kind of explained it like this, like, the, the, what I saw, yet, you know, this past weekend was obviously great, and he looks really good. And that's kind of what I saw and why I fell in love with the guy watching his college tape.
0: Bouncing off defenders.
1: But, but what I didn't see early in the season, I mean, he looked just kind of like slow and sluggish. So I'm thinking the only explanation that I can think of is that he was coming back from that hamstring injury. Didn't really have his conditioning up, mm-hmm. and it looks like he finally hit his stride this this week.
0: Looked fantastic. I yeah. mean, 30 carries, 141 yards, three touchdowns. And we thought his game would be in the passing game. Like, all, you know, that's what we thought like, his main role would be. And I know you saw him as a three-down back. I know, you, I know you were a big advocate of that. You were preaching that since last year. Uh, reason you took him in the first round of all your rookie drafts. Right. And now, I mean, yeah, he's just one of those guys that's like making you look really good right now.
1: Well, he did add five catches too on five targets for another 50 yards. So, I mean, this is just like one of those complete, complete package type of games. I don't know if you're going to get this game in. And, obviously, you're not going to get three touchdowns game in and game out.
0: And not only that, I mean, can he sustain 30 carries for the whole season with his size? I
1: don't think so, and, and I don't think he will once Tevin Coleman comes back. They're not even going to ask him to, but I think... Who needs
0: it? If you, you take away 10 carries, you give him 20 carries, you take away, you know, another 40 yards, you're still getting a 100-yard game out of him. Right.
1: That's what I was going to say. I, I, I honestly, I think... As long as he keeps this pace up while Tevin Coleman's down, I think they'll just roll with a hot hand here and keep it going.
0: Yeah, that huge game that bumped him right to the top of the fantasy list. I think he's running back number two on a year currently. And you know what really impressed me was his goal line presence. Yeah, he's currently number running back number two right behind Jamal Charles. Uh and he's ahead of Deion Lewis who moved up to number three, who we who we mentioned last week is a must-start. Right. Um it's been a crazy year for uh fantasy running backs. Really, you know?
1: really weird. Some of the big name guys are just not not even showing up at all. And these guys, some other guys are just coming out of the woodwork. I mean
0: Yeah, I mean let's give it to you. If you guys want to know the top ten PPR dynasty running backs right now, you got Jamal Charles, Devontae Freeman, Deion Lewis, Latavius Murray, Mark Ingram, Adrian Peterson, Joseph Randall. Matt Forte, Carlos Hyde, Danny Woodhead. And right behind that would be guys you don't even think about either is D'Angelo Williams, which obviously that's going to pass after Le'Veon comes back. But then you got Darren Sproles, Lance Dunbar, Gio Bernard, Carlos Williams, Chris Johnson. I mean, where are the big names here? You know who's after Chris Johnson? David Johnson.
1: It's weird. And it just shows you in
0: PPR backs like how Mike likes to take a guy that catches balls. Lance Dunbar doesn't even carry the ball. He receives ball. And we mentioned him before as one of our sleeper guys. Hey, you want to pick up Lance Dunbar? It looks like he's going to be the back who's going to come out of the backfield and catch balls out of there.
1: And he is really picking up the slack now that um, uh, Des Bryant's down, too.
0: Yeah, so two top 20 back, backs. This is what we love the Dallas backfield is Lance Dunbar and Joseph Randall. So, again, it shows you, again, why you just want to build your team, your dynasty team around young receivers. People ask that question all the time. It's such a... And these are guys you would have got in your rookie draft. I mean, look at Carlos Williams was a third-round rookie pick. Probably fourth round pick in some leagues. He's gonna start this week.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy, man.
0: Uh we have Carlos Williams as one of our sleepers of the week this week. Yep. Uh LaShawn McCoy looking like he's not gonna play this week.
1: And they they were, they're saying that he's been playing on one and a half legs basically, which I mean I don't know why they wouldn't just shut the guy down for a couple weeks and get get Shady back to full strength. Yeah,
0: because he, he doesn't have that pop which he needs. Right. And I mean he looks good, like he's making all the right motions. It's just he can't
1: get he free. can't explode out, is what it is. Exactly. He's and Carlos
0: Williams is doing just that. Again, and we just mentioned Carlos Williams is right there in the top Top 15 fantasy running back right now. Uh, Really going to jump the chart in dynasty rankings as well. Some of you can start this week. So he's been splitting carries, and he's been a top 15 fantasy back. What's he going to do this week versus the New York Giants? And you know what? The New York Giants could be run on.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: So they're one of the 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 bottom-of-the-barrel teams there that could be run on. I know they're one of the the bottom-of-the-barrel teams that could be passed on as well. Their defense just isn't that great. Uh, So – You know, Sleeper of the Week this week, Carlos Williams. Somebody you want to get in your lineup. Uh, If you play redraft, he's on your waiver wire, which there's probably no way he is. Somebody you want to start. But if you drafted him and he's your rookie pick, pull him off the waiver wire, you know, the taxi squad. I mean, and put him in your starting lineup this week. He's a really good play. I agree. Sleeper of the Week, one of, I think, our top guys that we both agreed on, Carlos Williams. But again, I mean, we would go back to these names here. I mean, you have Adrian Peterson, who we liked a lot. Latavius Murray. Uh, Really holding his own here. You know, he's the a, a number four overall fantasy running back. Adrian Peterson, Jamal Charles. Besides that, I mean, Deion Lewis was on the waiver wire coming into it. to De- Freeman, we didn't we weren't confident in. We thought he helped you out in the PPR game. He's the number two back. Obviously jumps a lot when you have a 39-point game, something along right. those lines. It, it really jump you up. But again, we're entering week four. So we're about 25% of the way through the season. So things start to be, you know, the, the word fluke and things along those lines start to, are slowly starting to dissipate, slowly starting to disappear. We're kind of we're kind of see who's who, who's who's where.
1: This is when things start to, like, crystallize or they should start start crystallizing week four, five, six. By then, the stuff's pretty much set in stone, I think, who you can trust and who you can't.
0: Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. You know, guys like we talked about, we always talk about guys. We must sit, you know, guys that are at must sit now still or CJ Anderson. Right. He, does, he, just, he doesn't look good. You he know doesn't,
1: what I mean? He's just I don't think he's fully healthy, and I think he's trying to fight through it, to be honest. So I haven't given up. I hope I think he's a good running back. but And their offensive line is a mess. They're just not run blocking very well.
0: I'm, I'm looking here. Uh, I'm just looking at, like, fancy stats. I have Yahoo brought up in one of my redraft leagues in PBR rankings. Uh-huh. And I see that Theo Riddick's a free agent. I'm like, oh, well, just podcast, I'm going to pick him up. <laughs> uh, he's uh, a top 20 fantasy back right now. That's crazy. You know him. All right. You you got Amir Abdul out there, but, you know, Amir Abdul is right there, right behind him. You know, Theo Rick has 32 points. Amir Abdul has 31 points. Right. Shows how useless Joyke Bell is.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've even said that he's, they don't, they haven't given up on Bell, but he's kind of, they can tell he's not himself yet.
0: Yeah. Somebody must owe him money in the front office. Yeah, seriously. Because they're just not letting him go. I know. And it's like this and like that and like this, Anna. But no, it's really more like, you know. <laughs> Everybody else in the world knows that Joyc Bell is kind of about done. Even though we had an okay, I mean, we had like nine fantasy points.
1: Yeah, he had
0: something. I don't. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Well, Lottie freaking died. Yeah, right. You know, th- thanks a lot, Joyc. You know, it just you're really holding back uh, Theo Riddick and Amir Abdullah. But
1: but Riddick looks good. Uh, you know, I guess as a side note.
0: I guess that is a side note of right. it all. Um, you know, Julio Beasted this week. You know, yeah, AJ Green Beasted this week. How about Larry Fitzgerald finding the fountain of youth?
1: Total fountain of youth. I think maybe he's just more comfortable in that role or something
0: this year. Bruce Arians is, is just, and obviously Carson Palmer's back. And, you know, we said last year when Carson Palmer was in there, right. you know, Fitzgerald looked good. And maybe he's just suffered from, he needs good quarterback play.
1: Oh, well, I mean, good players. I mean, especially wide receivers are obviously the most reliant on other people. And especially the quarterback. So, yeah, Yeah. if if your quarterback stinks and you're a wide receiver, you you really don't have a shot.
0: I mean, I'm sure he's a player that's been moved all year, you know, throughout the offseason. Again, comes back this week, nine catches, 134 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, again, as long as him and Carson Palmer together are both up there, you know, playing, those are two guys that will help you that you didn't really expect to help you win a championship, they're going to come out and really come out and help you. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald's the number two fantasy receiver on the year right now.
1: I mean, I've got him locked in my starting lineup. Me too. Every
0: every daily fantasy uh, lineup I do, I've had Larry Fitzgerald in there. He's been a bargain every time. I mean, he's tied with Antonio Brown for 85 points. Now, Julio, now I remember I tweeted out earlier before the season started, I thought Julio was going to finish as the number one fantasy player. And, I mean, he's well on pace for that. I mean, he's 101 fantasy points already. After three weeks. Yeah,
1: I mean, wow.
0: Larry Fitz and Antonio Brown, who, who both have been, you know, doing great as well. They have 85. Yep. Now, I'm not a mathematician,
1: but that's 16 more fantasy points. Wow, you are good at math.
0: That's like 16 more points together like, than like every, that's like the Browns' total offense of fantasy points.
1: That's for the year, right? That's
0: like DeMarco Murray's total rushing yards
1: on a year. It's more than that, I think. Wowzers in yeah. my
0: trousers. Indeed. Yeah. So, I mean,. I mean that again. If Julio, he's a total reason why I moved the number one on my dynasty rankings overall. Heavily targeted, excellent, gets open, scores touchdowns, can't be stopped, can't basically. be stopped. He's the Rob Gronkowski of the world. Uh, he's just somebody you want again. If I'm starting a dynasty franchise, he is the guy that I want. If I have the number one pick, I'm taking him. If I have the number two pick, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking probably Antonio Brown. I think I have Antonio Brown number two. Or three, I don't know. You adjust your rankings because I know you have them like eleven. Have you finally come around the Antonio Brown train? The guy that catches.
1: I did adjust. I thought I had moved him up. No, I don't know. I, I, I just watch. I just adjusted him the other day. Oh, okay. About time is what I gotta say. I think he's in like five or six or something like that. <laughs> I can't, can't can't bring him all the way up.
0: I still won't give him up. But I mean, it's good to see you know AJ Green come up there as well. Um, Hopkins had another good game. I mean, again, these are guys like when you see it too, you see these guys in their prime
1: that are. Besides Steve Smith,
0: of course, who's. Again, if you're talking about somebody that you want to sell high on, Steve Smith is a guy you kind of want to sell high on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, he
1: already came out and said this is his last season. So, yep. yeah, if you're, if you're not a contender, he's doing well enough right now that I would try to sell him to yeah. anybody that's like thinks they're a contender and maybe they're one and two or something like that and they're kind of hitting the panic button, get, unload, unload Steve Smith while you still can.
0: Yeah, if you have somebody that you know that lost Dez, for example, right. I mean, bend him over because here it comes again right. for Steve Smith. Uh, somebody that you can maybe get like a nice young player for, and a draft pick. Yep. Uh, easily get a first round pick for Steve Smith right now from a contender. Uh, I think so. I mean, because again, now these are guys that th- this is part of the season where we always say we saw we said before the season started when you want first round picks it's really it's almost impossible to get them at the off season it's really hard to get them right before the season starts but when you're in season and you see y- your team's in there and you're you, right now you're sitting three and zero. Or two and one, and you lost Dez, and your you're, bye weeks are coming along now too. And you're like, man, you know, I can hold up without Dez for now, but now all of a sudden I got these bye weeks coming along, and I'm struggling. I'm struggling. And you say, hey, I'm going to offer, I'll give you Steve Smith, man. Give me your first. And you're not really a contender, anyways, and you can really use that first. And this guy's like, you know, it's going to be a late first, anyways.
1: I'm going to win the champion. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah, in the It's going to be the 12th right, pick. Right. You exactly. know, for sure. Yeah.
0: And if you win, so be it. You still get that extra first, and you know, you're, shed, you're shedding. Good player off your team who's not going to be back next year. He's not going to help you for the future. Uh, He's an asset right now. But again, this is dynasty. So you got to think ahead. Somebody you want to be selling. Even even if you're in the middle of the road, I mean, again, be realistic with your team. If you're in the middle of the road right now, you're sitting one and two. Maybe you're even sitting two and one. Now, if you're sitting two and one, maybe you want to wait another week as well. But again, if if you're realistic with your team and you you, say you're at two and one, but you're in like sixth place right around there. Again, it might be somebody you want to sell on.
1: Let's put it this way. Steve Smith's not going to have another two-week stretch where he scores 25 and then 43. So this might be the high point, the high water. And remember, Brashad Perman's coming back here very soon. So we'll see about that. He seems to be just injured all the time. Well, he he, re injured himself. Oh, that's right. In in the pregame warm ups, he tweaked it. Yeah. So we'll see about him coming back. He needs to get a haircut, is what he needs to do. He needs to get rid of that. Looks
0: homeless. Hobo look. Yeah. The (laughs) the half bald, half predator look going on over there. Yeah. He looks bad. Yeah. I'm probably seeing, you know, the the hot, cold. I don't even remember the term for
1: it. I don't know what you're talking about. Predator, man. I can't help you.
0: What do you say you saw in? uh... What was that, like, heat wave? I'm, like, completely, like, lost right now. Oh. oh the, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah uh, the, vision the, with the, the
1: vision with the, with the, hot, the thing and the hot, mud on you, even though that uh, doesn't hot, really work because right, the mud dries right, and the heat right, still
0: goes through yeah. through your body. Uh, but, yeah, you know, get um, to the chopper. Imp- infrared. Infrared. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Oh. oh I thought we Dynasty Nerds. That was painful. Uh, that was painful. Yeah, was painful. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll I throw along that, too, and we've been saying it forever. <laughs> about not sustaining is james jones scores another touchdown this week
1: i think he's actually gonna sustain
0: but still somebody you might want to sell if you're in the road this is a guy you want to sell now on uh
1: his situation is gonna yeah it's not gonna get better they have a ton of young wide receivers that are gonna be learning the system and then next year jordy nelson's gonna be back yeah so he's not gonna be getting this many targets next year so yeah i mean i could see why you'd want to sell high on him but in the same right if you're a contender and you happen to have James Jones just sitting there on your bench as an Oakland Raider last year, and now he's back in Green Bay, you just hit the jackpot.
0: So, oh, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't... But he still falls in the same line as Steve Smith because like, of age and production. You, you, I'm not saying he's – okay, I actually won. I, I can see him sustaining all year. But again, somebody you want to sell. You know, if you're talking about guys you want to sell, he falls in that category with oh, Steve Smith. Yeah,
1: for the reasons I just said, just because he, he's not going to have these targets next year. So, nope. I, but I, I could see, I see this sustaining all year for sure. For okay. James Jones is, you know, obviously barring injury.
0: He's done every week. Aaron Rodgers is a passing machine, and the guy's unstoppable. He
1: went, he went back to Green Bay, and it looked like he never left. I mean, he was in the black hole there for a year. And then,
0: yeah, now, now meanwhile, the Giants are trying out uh, Hakeem Nixon. Wes uh, Welker. Wes Welker. Yeah. Oops. yeah. Good luck with those old folks. Exactly.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. it could have been a thing where him, James Jones, and uh, Eli never really had a, a good rapport going. So they just never saw the chemistry, mm-hmm. and obviously Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. I thought than. he had
0: cable. Meanwhile, the whole time he had direct T V. Yeah, exactly. Unreal. Yeah. So I mean, the top of the fantasy receiver list right now, it's guys. Some guys are. That's the thing. The consistency here, like the guys at the top at receivers, you know, Julio Jones, Antonio Browns, Keenan Allen's up there, Randall Cobb, AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Marshall. These are game names. We expect to be there. How we went and talked about the running back names; those are guys like, what the heck is going on here? Right? It's so it's so unstable with the running back. It's such a fluid motion. The whole reason I know we haven't said it in a couple of weeks, but hashtag two to three year window. Right. Goes back to my whole theory before I said, I mean, I wonder if you like after like three or four years of just awesomeness at running back, just sell out, just just get you know jump get, ship,
1: get rid of them, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you can get such a haul. You're like for guys like Eddie Lacy, Le'Veon Bell. After, like, their fourth year of, like, fantasy dominance, and now you'll get guys like Jamal Charles, uh, Matt Forte that, you know, exceed. And I definitely think Le'Veon Bell will be one of those guys as well. Uh, I really don't think Eddie Lacy will be. He was on my sell-high list before the season started at the you, end of the year.
1: You think he's too fat?
0: <laughs> no. It's just, but even now, like, he's touchdown dependent. Like, he only hit had, had under 100 yards rushing in that pass and offense. I mean, right. Eddie Lacy, to me, like, I, I think he's a top-tier dynasty back. But for me personally, he's still, he's still somebody I'm selling. You know what I mean? Because his name there, now, now when you say like Eddie Lacey, like top, fantasy back. But when you look at the stats, he's not like a top. And I think he'll always kind of be there without the touchdowns. And the way they pass the ball so often, efficiently too, the way you know Aaron Rodgers is so good, they don't need to be. They're not a lot of goal line situations. So
1: Well, I think I, that's a really good point, that they're not in a lot of goal line. But I think as the year wears on and you get into the playoffs, having a guy like Eddie Lacey is good. Because up there in Lambeau Field, they're going to start grinding him out. They're not going to be as pass happy. As they are, you know, right now when the weather's really nice.
0: I mean, he's not even a top right now. After th- week three, Eddie Lacy's not even a top twenty-five fantasy back.
1: I, I mean, I understand that, but I think as the year goes on, like I said, I think I think his value starts cranking up every year
0: in the cold weather. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand that as well. I think as the season goes along as well, but I think I just think Aaron Rodgers hurts Eddie Lacy, and I think Eddie Lacy benefits from Aaron Rodgers in the system he's in. I think he's a good back, a good big back, but. Again, somebody that I'd be looking. Even like now, I did it right before the season started. I traded Eddie Lacy for DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is a top-10 fantasy back receiver right now. Looks great. Picked up all, an extra first-round pick out of it as well. He gets Eddie Lacy, who's out of the top 25, just running backs. Right. And, guys, I could have just drafted. I mean, I could have drafted Carlos Williams with an extra pick and been good to go. Uh, so, again, running backs. Hashtag two-to-three-year windows. You never know what you're going to get. Guys like Jeremy Hill are out of the top 25 right now. Jeremy Hill's at the bottom of the barrel. Um, he's almost running back. I think he's running back number 46 right now. You know? He's
1: down uh, there. Yep. So
0: he's down there. Guys that we thought were going to bounce back. You know, even like Melvin Gordon, who's a rookie, we're not going to jump ship on that. But Alfred Morris, down at the bottom of the barrel. Lamar Miller, down at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, guys like, you know, Justin Forsett. What happened to Justin Forsett? DeMarco Murray, out of the top 25. Guys that we thought were going to be up there.
1: DeMarco Murray's not even sniffing the top 25, man.
0: Marshawn Lynch, you know, he's hurt but he's out of the top 25. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're or White, but you're out of the top 25. I mean, again, you know, we play dynasty here. This is what we do. It's a long-term play. It, there's no reason. I'm telling you, even now, if you have one of these running backs and somebody needs running back help, it, it might not be a bad idea to see if somehow you could find, you know, look for that wide receiver heavy team that has three stud receivers and just jump on that. And it just shows you next year there's gonna be some good running backs coming in and just kind of keep drafting these running backs. It's so much easier to, they get these young receivers, and not worrying about having to worry about drafting young receivers in the future, and just keep drafting young running backs. Because right. eventually, you're going to hit. If you take one in the second and third round, you'll get guys like you know David Johnson, Carlos Williams, Matt Jones, like guys are there that are going to benefit you. And right now, you're you know if you have three stud receivers and you're starting Carlos Williams and Matt Jones, well, guess what? You're in really good shape.
1: Yeah, you're not doing bad. That's
0: yeah, you're probably sure. in top of the you know top end of your your dynasty league. Right. And it almost makes like me. You know, I trade up for Monty Ball the one year; he's out of the league.
1: Yeah, that's that one sets you back.
0: I know Terrence West at the end, with the twelfth pick. He's he he was inactive last week on the Tennessee Titans.
1: Uh, it's because he's bad, man.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I trade up to the number three pick for Melvin Gordon this year. Still undecided. Actually, looking better every week. Melvin yeah, Gordon he's is looking along. better every week. He's he will definitely. come along. Great, uh, great play this week against the Cleveland Browns, who are the worst against the run in the NFL.
1: T- they're terrible. He's oh, no, Teardrop. Oh, come on. Who cares? We're the highest paid defense in the league. They all, they're all just collecting paychecks. <laughs>
0: I, so yeah, he's a great play. Danny Woodhead. I know you mentioned is a sleeper this week. Yep. Great play. Browns last against the run last against pretty much everything.
1: They're, they're just bad in defense altogether, man. Well, what about offense? No, they're bad there too. No, No, they're not bad. Where?
0: Special teams, Andy Lee, punter.
1: Punter. Beast. Even though we MVP. got calls for um, roughing the kicker MVP. and we muffed a punt last week. So no, I'm talking
0: Andy Lee. A-
1: oh Andy Lee. Yeah. yeah, not special teams. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, but at
0: the game, and you know, that that, uh, that stand to get the ball back yeah, yeah. was one of the loudest I heard the stadiums all year. Then we punt and we miffed the punt and fumble, and it's yeah, kinda yeah. like people literally just start pilfering out the stadium. I'm like,
1: people, there's still time. Yeah, right. They, I knew it was over. They knew who was that quarterback
0: uh yeah me too yeah and i told, I told my wife i was like man i'm like why like you know the nfl is designed to get better for every team to get better every year but for 16 years now the browns haven't no nope. we were good in 2007 and 2002
1: we're just spinning our crappy wheels oh
0: my lord yeah and it's like now like i'm not even excited until like manzel gets in there yeah i can sit here and talk browns all day my frustration but no well, one, it's not. but
1: no one wants to hear that crap.
0: nobody wants to hear about our sorrows so, Nobody uh, knows what it's like to be a Browns fan, unless you're maybe you're a Lions fan. But at least you made a playoffs. on so pipe down. Uh, <laughs> so another guy I know we had a sleeper this week too. Uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, is Ty Montgomery?
1: Yeah, man. uh, Devontae, uh Devontae Adams went down again with a he reaggravated that ankle injury, and obviously uh, like right away, uh, Ty Montgomery scored a touchdown. So, yeah, I came
0: running, right and jackpotted it. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, obviously, the, it's a great offense. It, it has l- a, only a little bit to do with his skill and mostly just to do with the offense and Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly don't know how skilled he is. Obviously, the Packers think he's their third best wideout. So, just off that, based off that alone, he's he's at least worth a look.
0: Yeah. And I still also want to remind you on the time on camera, still Carlos Williams, man. 12 carries last week, 110 yards, and a touchdown is going to start this week. Yeah. Love that Carlos yeah. Williams play. I picked him up in a lot of my redraft leagues. He's in my starting lineup, ready to go. Another
1: another guy that had a pretty sneaky good week um just filling in for Marshawn. Because Marshawn didn't even play though. I mean, he played what, like a quarter, quarter and a half of that mm-hmm. game and then and then came back out. He was late to the game and then came and then came Thomas back out. Thomas Rawls. Thomas Rawls over a hundred yards.
0: You know, you know, Chris and Michael, you can get out of here because we got Thomas Rawls, sixteen carries, hundred and four yards. Yep. Uh again, somebody now, who knows, what, you know, who knows what's going to happen Marshawn? He's a stubborn guy. He might sit again. Maybe they'll split carries. Right. Kind of hurts a little bit.
1: I mean, I don't think I'd go out on a limb and start Rawls if Marshawn was starting, but if Marshawn happens to be sitting because of this, this leg injury, or it was like a leg and a back or something, he's got a couple of things going. So, I would. I mean, if he's starting, I would put him in your lineup.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Alfred Blue looked good against the Buccaneers. Everybody looks good against the Buccaneers. He had 31 carries, 139 yards, uh, one touchdown. Nobody started him.
1: Yeah. Well, we told well, deep dynasty leagues. I, I was gonna say. I think. I think we like told people not to. Right. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. You win, you win some, you lose some.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I told people to bench. Uh, I told one guy. He said, "Who do I start? Do I start? Uh, uh who was it? It was oh Justin Forsett or Devontae Freeman?
1: Oh. I was you, like, you went Forsett. Forsett. Huh? Oof.
0: I, I I couldn't. You know, it's like. And he's like, he's like, he's like, can you go back and tell me why you picked uh, Forsett over Freeman? And I'm like, listen, I just, you know, I thought Forsett was ready. Finally, bounced back this week, uh, and rebound. He didn't. He should be benched. I was like, you know, obviously, I can't predict Devontae Freeman. Nobody could have picked you know Devontae Freeman coming out and coming three touchdowns. If that if that was the case, you'd see me on you know DraftKings every week holding that million dollar check. You know, and that's another thing too. Like people, like you're gonna realize too, it's like fantasy, like predicting these, you know, you give the best educated guesses you possibly right. can from studying all week. And, you know, we put the time in so you don't have to put the time in. They give you the best educated guess. And all depends on your options as well. But, I mean, again, if it was that easy, UBC Matthew Barry and, you know, Evan Silver every week on DraftKings holding up million dollars checks.
1: We did it again.
0: Yeah, you think you think you think he's making a million dollars a year from ESPN talking fantasy football? No, no. DraftKings—he'd be up there every week going, "Hey, God, this, is, this is easy. Wow, these checks are big.
1: <laughs> oh my lord!" So I have such a hard time at the banks getting these in the <laughs> slot to deposit them. They're, they're so big. We're my name.
0: Um, we got to talk about Big Ben getting hurt.
1: Yeah, that was a big injury, man.
0: Yeah, a big guy, lucky him because it looked bad.
1: Um. Yeah, it just turned out to be like an MCL and a bone bruise. He said the bone bruise was the uh, the worst part of it. Yeah, which those things uh, they can be tricky to come back. It's from. Probably
0: gonna be six weeks.
1: Yeah. Does it hurt
0: Antonio Brown a little bit?
1: Absolutely. It has to, right? Yeah. Mike Vick's just not a really good quarterback anymore. Like I don't think he ever was, but he was like good for fantasy because he would run around mm-hmm. and get a bunch of stats. Correct. But he's not a good passer, and 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 Antonio Brown. Are you obviously. talking about
0: Colin Kaepernick or Mike Vick?
1: They're basically the same. Oh. One's lefty, one's righty.
0: I'm so glad, too. Like, he didn't prove me wrong because I said all year long, I've been saying forever that Colin Kaepernick's terrible. You don't even want to own him.
1: I was forced to start him in a league, actually, uh, RSO league. I ended uh-huh. up winning, but he got me, like, what, two points or something? Ooh. Like, ridiculous. Three, I think, maybe.
0: Come on, Colin. Don't get crazy on us Disgusting, now. Disgusting. Yeah, so, I mean, helps Le'Veon Bell.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: May help, the, may, maybe get a little bit more life to G and Joe Williams because they're beginning running so much, but. You know, Martavis Bryant comes back, you know, as well. I think Martavis Bryant might benefit for, from this for Mike Vick's big arm and being such a big receiver to be able to, like go up and get some balls. I think Just chuck him and hope yeah. that
1: he does I mean, possibly. Where yeah, Bryant, you know, Antonio Brown
0: that. relies on – I mean, Antonio Brown's so good, though. I mean, I, I he'll succeed anywhere. I hope that stat
1: keeps going. I just think maybe it's a dip in in his production. A slight dip. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's to the point where you're like, oh, God, I can't start. Antonio Brown. Helps Le'Veon. But, yeah, it, it does give Le'Veon a boost.
0: And, you know, for somebody that's probably on your waiver wire, if you're desperate for a quarterback, you're talking about a guy going to at least a really good offense. So, with a, you know, uh, with a good Todd uh, Haley coordinator as well, might be able to sustain, you know, at least give you a, a you know, better than. I'd rather start Mike Vick than Colin Kaepernick, let me put it that way.
1: I'll, I agree with that.
0: You know, I'd rather start Mike Vick than Brandon Whedon.
1: Yes. Yeah, that one's close. Better talent Wh- right Weeden puts up some garbage stats, which which isn't too bad for fantasy.
0: Well, maybe Pittsburgh with a bad defense, I might have to put up some garbage stats as well.
1: Yeah, know? but they can like I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: Uh-huh. I'm I'm, I'm right a lot. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of what else is going on this week. You know, we have the Dolphins and the Jets. You know, Bylaw Powell might be somebody maybe a little sneaky play you could run on the Dolphins this year, uh as well.
1: Depending on Chris Ivory's injury, um, whether or not he's playing.
0: Yeah, you gotta watch. You gotta watch that. Uh, not the, not the, that. But I was gonna game here. The Allen Robinson start this week. Bonte Davis has been playing really well. Mm-hmm. He's just a really good cornerback. Right. So Allen Robinson, you know, he had only had eight points this week. A little down again. If you're, if you're, if you're like, all right, here's a rebound week. Rebound week. Bonte Davis on Allen Robinson. It's not really a good matchup for him. Somebody, if you can't afford to put on your bench, and maybe flip flop and start Rashard Matthews, uh-huh. uh, it might be a good idea. Uh, I'm just kind of going through this week's games, kind of skimming through here. Uh, do you think Jay Duke can bounce back up a good week against Tampa Bay? I mean, they're god awful.
1: They are god awful. Um, he just doesn't seem to be getting the workload, so I'm not. I'm not really sure. He, he's a little bit dinged up. He was dinged up. Big surprise. <laughs> um, so still I mean, I, I think I think he's one of those guys that you you plug in your lineup and you're you're hoping that you get seven points, you know, like eight points, like nothing big. I don't, I don't see a big
0: week. Who else is kind of a sneaky start?
1: Yeah. Ted Ginn. He's been producing. Yeah, they don't have anyone else to really throw to.
0: I mean, Cam looks better than ever out yeah. there. He's got the worst receiving core in the league. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Which we thought out here. Ted Ginn, like you said, there's nobody else to go to besides Greg Olson. Right. And Ted Ginn is producing. He's yeah. putting up wide receiver numbers, like wide receiver two numbers right he, now. He
1: didn't look bad the, the last stop there in Carolina year there, and then he left and uh, went to, what was it, Arizona last year? I can't even keep track. I think it was Arizona, but he, he like, completely fell off the map. Didn't get used at all, so he went back to Carolina. He, obviously, him and Cam have a little thing going. And, yeah, he doesn't look too bad.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, kudos to Cam. I said early in the year, I was like, oh, you just got to bench him right now. We don't know what he having to him. But, no, he he's a must-start, you know. And again, Ted Ginn's a wide receiver three right now. Yeah,
1: like, I was going to say, I don't think he's a must-start, but I think he's a desperation play, especially a desperation for, bi, play. for bye weeks, yeah.
0: Might be on your waiver wire. Yeah, absolutely. Probably not, but you never know. It depends how uh He's probably out on, yeah,
1: he's probably out on a few waiver wires after last year. But
0: he Cam can Newton, I mean, he's I mean, does this like does this just solidify him as like a top tiered like dynasty quarterback? I mean, he's producing now with this terrible Kelvin Benjamin's Benjamin's gonna come back. They're probably still gonna draft another receiver next year or at least sign somebody in free agency.
1: I, I think I, I do think he's gonna be like I mean, once the Mannings and the Bradys are gone, there's going to be a pretty big by void. By default? And, and like Breeze, yeah, I think by default he's going to be mm-hmm. up there. I mean, and plus he puts up numbers. I mean, it, this is a numbers-based game we're playing. He puts up fantasy numbers. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to be one of the you know QBs of the future.
0: I agree. I,
1: I mean, I'm just really impressed with him right now with like what he has around him and how he's still producing
0: at a high level.
1: And his well, team, his team's never—they're not going to give up on him. They see that he has talent, so he's going to be around for a while.
0: You know, I mean, speaking of quarterbacks, Andy Dalton looks like he's having—I know you said he's going to fade at the end, but remember, a couple years ago, he's the number six overall fantasy player.
1: Well, you were talking about Super Bowl. Like, I—I I think he's going to fade in the NFL playoffs. I think he's doing—I think he's doing pretty we good.
0: We were talking earlier. We were talking, man. I were talking our Super Bowl predictions. Like, wow, New England looks really good. The Packers look really good. The Cardinals look really good. And my dark horse for a Super Bowl appearance are are the Bengals. I think they're like a, just one of those teams, that, and I think it's because of Andy Dalton that people don't really talk about, that look really, really good right now. And I know Andy Dalton fades, but like I, what I'm seeing out of him doesn't look like it. Lo- he looks like a different quarterback. He looks a little bit more confident. He's making better throws. Uh, again, can we see it carry over all year long? But right now, Andy Dalton, again, a couple of years ago, he's the number six overall fantasy player. Looks like he might finish this year as one of those top-tier fantasy players. Somebody could be had for really cheap. Somebody on the back end the on on the back burner, but we're talking about Cam Newton having a really good year. Andy Dalton is the number three fantasy quarterback, then Carson Palmer, then Tyrod Taylor.
1: Right. It's kind of wacky. Kind of wacky, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, some of these guys are going to fall too. Like Big Ben's going to drop some as well. But I mean, right now, again, we're talking about twenty five percent of the season. You know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are the creme de la creme, obviously, right now. Right. But again, if you need a quarterback, I mean. Andy Dalton is somebody who's attainable. Tyrod Taylor is somebody who's attainable. Yep. Impressive.
1: I just tried to get a Tyrod Taylor off you.
0: Yeah. I would I would make the deal, too. Yeah. I think it's a fair deal. It's just I couldn't do it because I have no quarterbacks.
1: You have no other quarterbacks. And I was going after Tyrod Taylor in the RSO League because I, I had Colin Kaepernick starting because oh! Tony Romo was injured. <laughs> um, oh. So Ouch, mama. I didn't even realize that you were low on quarterbacks. I just knew that you had a man crush on Danny. That Moe was a Dad.
0: smash mouth, not RSO.
1: Oh, I thought that was RSO.
0: No, I got mad quarterbacks in RSO. I got Matt Ryan, Big Ben, oh uh, Carson Palmer. Yeah, what? I'm stacked. I'm stacked there, but nowhere else.
1: Well, Smash Mouth. Sorry, um, I also have a Tony Romo injury in Smash oh. Mouth. That's why I was confused.
0: Yeah, you're a big Tony Romo fan. Yeah. So, but again, I mean, just a reminder: Andy Dalton here is probably going to finish as a top ten fantasy player on the year, not quarterbacks on the, of all fantasy players on the year. Well, the na- yeah,
1: the, yeah, the nature of quarterbacking is they put up a lot of points. Yeah, so yeah he'll, he'll be up there.
0: A prolific offense, yep. something that can be had most likely in any dynasty league because nobody has, nobody went into the year as him as their guy, so somebody else probably has a guy ahead of them. You know, I have a, I'm starting him this week, but I have him, Drew Brees, and Ryan Tannehill, uh, and I'm starting Andy Dalton this week. Feel good about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. I would feel good. He's been putting up numbers.
0: You know, Marcus Mar- Mario is in top 10. He looks like he's going to be a pretty good dynasty player. All around. But, yeah, I mean, I just want to remind that Andy Dalton news. How do you, how do you feel about answering some Twitter questions?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, let's do it, man.
0: I'm going I'm to hit you with the blind side on this. i guess got to I go over this Homer Simpson picture because it makes me crack him up. Crack up. Crack him up or crack me up?
1: Uh, Are you paying attention to me? Wait, what would you say?
0: I'm not talking to you anymore. anymore. <laughs> Here's a question from at Aiden Drake's dad. Who's the one guy everybody is on right now that you're not buying?
1: Ooh, good question yeah Um,
0: good question indeed brad hayes this one's a tricky one huh
1: yeah this one's tough uh to think of off the top of your head or off the top of my head um
0: you want to hear a crazy one i would think off the top of my head
1: yeah lay it on me
0: it's going to be pretty crazy now now when i
1: say this it's going to be
0: with an asterisk but odell beckham
1: wait, wait wait.
0: i know i know hit the brakes but remember i know i was me and mike were specifically preaching this. In the beginning of the year, people had Odell Beckham as their number one overall dynasty player. Number one overall. That means you can get anybody you want in the league for Odell Beckham. And I, me and Mike said, hey, let's just pump the brakes. We had him like five or six overall. And again, I mean, Odell Beckham looks pretty good this year. He, he is a really good top tier dynasty player. Do I think he's worthy of number one overall? I don't. He's not in the top tier right now, even fantasy points. He's out of the top 10 in fantasy points. But, uh, DeAndre but, Hopkins has a better year than him. I know it's long-term. I know it's yeah. a long-term play, but I'm just saying, and this is saying right now the hype, but he was somebody I wasn't really buying all the hype for in the beginning. He's really, really good, amazing hands, but I think if you focus on him, he can be somewhat stopped. He's still a beast. He stores a touchdown every week. I know it's a crazy answer, uh, but Odell Beckham is somebody that I would entertain. Like, like If I can get Like, say, for example, if I get DeAndre Hopkins and, like, a good running back, you know what I mean, for Odell Beckham, I'd do that. Because I feel like I'm getting pretty much, fantasy-wise, fantasy point trades, I feel like I'm getting equal value there. Again, DeAndre Hopkins right now is a top 10 fantasy receiver. Odell Beckham's not. Now, I know it doesn't mean a lot. But what if I could even get, like, A.J. Green and, like, a, a pick or something along those lines?
1: Well, I mean, I I guess it all depends on wh- how you're framing this. Yeah, if you can get AJ Green and a pick, then yeah, I think that's a pretty good trade. But I I don't think you could really say you like you're not buying. I'm not. It's a I'm question. definitely buying into the Odell hype, hype. I mean, I don't think he's like the greatest ever, but I don't. I mean, I think when you say you're not buying into the hype, you're kind of like shunning that person. That's at least what I thought. I shun you, Odell Beckham. Like, and you think he's gonna be a scrub? I don't. I don't think that. Okay.
0: I agree. That doesn't help the question. I know it was like a crazy thing that popped in my head.
1: All right. But you kind of get what I'm saying with it though? This is a really tough question and and to be honest, I'm buying most of the guys that Yeah, like I'm
0: buying Deion Lewis. Right. I'm buying Matt Jones.
1: Yeah. But I think I think I guess if you were gonna go by the question
0: itself, it would be probably the young running backs, right? Like maybe like maybe the guys like Matt Jones. Carlos Williams. I,
1: I mean, I was thinking David Johnson. Like, that was what kind of popped in my head. I just, yeah, I'm not, good one.
0: David I, Johnson. I'm not buying that
1: hype. I'm not buying that hype.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, because I am taking, I am kind of buying the Carlos Williams, Matt Jones hype. Right. I think they might be like the starters in the future. Well, Matt Jones, certainly. But again, I guess the young running back would be a good answer just because we discussed earlier. It's kind of like the hashtag two to three year window. Like, their peak right now, like, hey, these guys are starting. It could now, could, could it be like one of those things where, you know, you sell high and you kind of regret it in I mean, the long run, I mean, or did you be, like, yeah. oh, I sold at the perfect time because they were kind of producing?
1: That I mean, I guess that's just a I, that's a tough question, I guess. Uh, without without being without like him specifically asking us, hey, are you buying into the hype of this guy? Yeah, it's it's kind of really because
0: right now I just I mean looking yeah. at like the top tier fantasy point people that are scoring, it's like yeah I'm buying into that. Yeah. like I think they're there for like there's nobody that really jumps. I mean maybe like Travis Benjamin who's up there. Um, would be more skittish. you I know, somebody I'm not really buying into.
1: If somebody was hyping Gary Barnage because he's in the top twelve of tight ends, I would say I'm not buying Gary Barnage in the top twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I, 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 guess I just don't know who they're hyping, right. who let's, he's talking about. Let's
0: talk about Brad Zinkle's uh, question here at Zinc Oxide. Love the picture, Brad. By the way, with Homer Simpson yelling nerd out the car. <laughs> love it. Love it. I'm going to retweet that. Hold on. Let me retweet a, this. Yeah, that's real a quick. good.
1: Actually, that's a good one. You retweet. Just, you just flashed it there.
0: Yeah. Love it. Thoughts on Fitzgerald's value this year if I were to entertain a trade for him?
1: Um, wow. Um, I guess it all depends. Um, I want Carlos Williams and a first-round pick. Uh, yeah, there you go. You can probably ask for that right now. That's what I want. I want that, Matt Jones and a first-round right, pick. Right, because that's a, that's a young, unproven running back and a first-round pick. I think that would be fair value for a guy that is really producing, and as long as, as um you know, he keeps it up and Carson Palmer's in the lineup, he's gonna I think he's gonna maintain this all year. I
0: want Doriel Green Beckham and something else.
1: I think I, that would be a little bit harder for me.
0: A little harder to do?
1: Yeah, just because I think Doriel Green Beckham I don't know if you'd get Doriel Green and like a first.
0: No, not a first. That's okay. why I said something else.
1: Something else. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like just a little icing on the on the yeah. on the cake there. All right. I could see that.
0: Like if I'm rebuilding. Yep. Yeah, I, could I would see do that. I would do that straight up if I was rebuilding.
1: Yeah, and if, and if you're a contender, you might, you might entertain the thought of giving up DGB and a little something else to get a guy that's really producing and going help, help, you, win you, this help you win the championship. Even
0: though you know you're giving up a guy you like. Right, right. Next question from at JeremyFunk59. Let's funkify this one. What are your expectations for Josh Gordon next season?
1: Um, my expectations are that he's going to do something stupid. He'll get yeah. high. He's uh-huh. gonna get caught and he won't be playing again. He's
0: moving to Colorado, man. That's
1: my expectation.
0: I don't know. It's kind of a weird situation. Like I like Josh Gordon in leagues, I'm not cutting bait. And I'm not really trained. Like here's the thing with Josh Gordon, I feel. All right. Will he probably mess up again? Yeah. But he holds like so little value with such a high ceiling if he does play. Like you can't like you just should just sit on like there's no you
1: shouldn't give him away, first of all. Yeah, if you own Josh Gordon, you're stuck with him now until he does come back next year. And I I honestly don't think he's going to screw up again in the offseason or, like, I think that would be, like, monumental and ridiculous. Um, But the dude's been away from football for how long?
0: He was away from football for a while before, and he came back and was the number one fantasy receiver at the same time. But, I mean, I see people throw him in as an add-on. And, like, when I see those trades, I'm kind of like, like, why would you even, like, of all the people you want to add on to throw in there, like, why would you throw in Josh Gordon? Like, that could be, like, something you really regret in the long run right there because— it's a nice add-on for somebody because they can see the upside, but, like, the upside really is there. Not, not even if he's playing in Cleveland. It's probably better if he doesn't play in Cleveland, honestly. But at the same time, he's somebody that, like, I'm not giving him away. You know what I mean? He's not somebody I'm just, like, cutting bait on and trading away for nothing. You know, if somebody's not, if, if that's what it takes to get somebody like Larry Fitzgerald or maybe, like, Adoreo Green-Beckham, yeah, I'd be willing to make those kind of moves. But, right. again, you're talking about somebody with, like, freakish you know, athletic ability. That could really help your dynasty team in the long run. And he's still only like 23 years old, 24 years old. So he's still really young as well.
1: He, I mean, he's young and he's really dumb and he's really good. So, I mean, he's worth holding on to at this. Yeah. He's, he's worth holding on to at this point. So, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't expect anything from him though.
0: Speaking of high, here comes a question from at GT, at GTG public enemy number one. Uh, have you ever sold high is, uh, you know, in a quotations as well. I, I might have done that. And speaking of high and been burned, what kind of question is this? Whoa! Wow! God, is this from Josh Gordon? <laughs> Wait a minute! Come on, Josh. Back. We weren't. We weren't. We're just kidding. Have you ever sold high and been burned in the long run? I'm talking about guys like Richard Matthews, Devontae Freeman. Uh, if you sold Devontae Freeman already, you kind of again. That's just a bet. You should never jump ship on these young guys. You know, some guys take a while. So if you told, Freeman's not a good example, Rashard Matthews isn't proven enough. You have to kind of fall in that category, but. Yeah, I, I've I've sold low on, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, speaking of being high. Uh,
1: is he, I mean, is he talking about, like, just getting out quick on a guy that just, yeah. like, flash in the pan type of thing? Yeah, I and
0: mean, then burn on it. I feel like I've never.
1: I've never like, done it.
0: Yeah, I think I've had mostly, like, if I sold high a guy like that, I've kind of, like, not regretted. Nothing I can remember regretting, so I must have, like, been happy with it.
1: Yeah, I've never, I've never sold, like, a flash of the pan type of guy and then. And...
0: Yeah, I don't even buy like, I'm not even one of those guys that buys flash in a pan guys. So it's kinda like, okay, I don't like jump this you know, jump the ship and say, hey, here's a first round pick.
1: Right, right.
0: Give me Rashard Matthews. But I mean, now's the time, again, it's kinda like and that's where you kinda that's that's these are the waters you tread playing dynasty. Like, what do I give up for Rashard Matthews? It's a huge risk. He's only have three weeks of production. But I remember t- mentioned on last week podcast that Rashard Matthews actually did have productive games last year as well. Uh so if you sold high on Richard Matthews, again, it depends what you got back. Maybe you got something. If you got a first-round pick, I think that's still fair value. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which you probably didn't get. But, yeah, the answer to the question, no.
1: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't either. So, sorry, we're kind of not helpful, I guess.
0: Um, no, no, should I be concerned about Megatron's uh, based on how terrible Matt Stafford is at football?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think no. Matt Stafford's as bad as he looks. And um, I actually read a story that um, Golden Tate was quoted as saying that Every single week so far, a, defense, uh, a defender has basically come up and said after the game or during the game that they knew the plays that the Lions were calling. Weird. And, now, think- and now that I think it's out there for the, all the public to consume, I think they're going to start addressing that, um, you know, within the Detroit Lions organization, that obviously either the, the plays that they're calling or the formations that they're doing are tipping off the other team.
0: Yeah, and to be honest with you, too, like, I'm not really all in on, like, I've never been, like, Jim Caldwell is head coach. I'm not, like, into that. It's just, I don't, I think he's a really good, like, he's a coordinator, but still, again, somebody that's kind of really benefited from Peyton Manning his entire career as well. Uh, I don't, I don't know, Detroit's just kind of weird. It's like, they should be really good, that offense. Again, we talked about it earlier in the podcast, like, being a Browns fan, like, being a Detroit fan, like, you feel like, I feel like it's almost so much worse than a Detroit fan, because, like, you have Calvin and Stafford and Amir Abdullah and Golden Tate.
1: You're still not winning ball games, Jim Caldwell. I, I don't know what it is, but that guy is like one of the most boring head coaches yes. ever.
0: Exactly, and that's why I can't imagine. And he's being like a great bringing his
1: boring personality to Detroit, right? I mean, it seems Come like on, he, It seems like he's killing it, but I but he um, drops the ball. That's okay. That's okay, God. Come here and give me a hug. But I, I think they'll be fine. To okay. be honest.
0: Next question is: What teams' offenses that have struggled out of the gate do you think can can't recover to be a fantasy powerhouse? First thing that comes to my mind is Andrew Luck. I mean, he's a guy who's just not really playing well right now, and the whole indie offense that we you know thought they drafted like this fantasy team. Andre Johnson looks absolutely terrible. I'm not starting him under any circumstances until I see anything coming out of him. Can't give me the goose egg. I have tons of Andre Johnson shares.
1: Well, my, completely wrong on that guy. I think they're going to start phasing him out and. You know, getting more Dante. Dante and, Dante. and and Philip Dorsett. I mean, even he was in there last week. Uh, I believe he caught it a touchdown, right? He did. Yeah. I'm so, still uh,
0: I like Dante Moncrief more than I like Dorset. So do I. Dynasty. Um, but I
1: think I think I think he's gonna start getting the backseat to all, to both of them, I guess.
0: Yeah, so I mean you gotta expect Andrew Luck to get better. I mean it's kinda it's just weird that he's doing
1: so poorly. Yeah, he's doing really monumentally bad. Yeah, I mean like
0: you're not, all pumped about him being the number one. Another reason I don't draft quarterbacks early in uh, fantasy football, you could have Andy Dalton and Tyrod Taylor late.
1: Like I, I worst QB rating in the NFL right now, he's like thirty second or something. Oh, bad. that's terrible. Yeah, that's really bad.
0: And then if you play a redraft, that's what, you want to know the number one reason you don't take quarterbacks high. That's why. Yeah, I mean, really, because you just get guys like that can sustain like Andy Dalton and uh, actually Andy Dalton. You could have got like super late. Right. And I remember when I did my redraft show, I said, hey draft Andy Dolan at the end of your draft because he's somebody who you know, has a, a really good offense and he may be able to produce for you for redraft talk. You know what I mean? Right, right. And look.
1: Now look at me. It's, yep, it's, it's bearing me. itself Hosting out. a
0: podcast,
1: yeah, talking about you. guys yes. that are
0: succeeding. Okay. 0-3 mm-hmm. in the listener leagues. Oh, my it's amazing I can get all this like good advice out to everybody else and then my, team, and my team's in the listener leagues are
1: 0-3. You're like mother-effing Yoda. Still
0: Andy. got it on a weekly basis, though. Yeah, yeah. Won some money on FanDuel this week. What?
1: Yeah, you know. Hey, man.
0: Think about retiring on this fantasy game, yo.
1: They don't pay us. Quit, <laughs> quit mentioning them. I said, uh,
0: what did I say? Did I say the site? Yeah. DFS, people. <laughs> D-F-S. Um, here's another one. Sell high on, this is firm at DG Windsor. Sell high on Kendall Wright before DGB takes over? A second for
1: right good price? Mm, uh... No. You could do better than that. You could probably get something else uh, for Wright right now. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't want a second. Second's too much of a gamble. Kendall Wright right now, whereas I like Doriel Green-Beckham, but listen, I think Doriel Green-Beckham and Kendall Wright complement each other very well. You know, Kendall Wright's a possession receiver. He's going to be more of a PPR guy. I know he's had some, you know, good yardage games, but at the same time, I mean, Kendall Wright right now is a top 25 fantasy receiver, and I get what you're saying, because DGB will definitely be the number one there. We talked about him all offseason. and haven't been a big, big fan of him since day one, and it's nice to see him getting more and more confidence there in Tennessee, but if you want to sell Kendall Wright, I would honestly, I mean, you're talking about a wide receiver two right now. Maybe to a contender, I'd want a late first, or again, maybe he's somebody you could flip for, like a Carlos Williams, Matt Jones. I want somebody Matt, Kendall Wright's somebody who's going to contribute and help a team, right? Right, absolutely. So I want somebody back who's going to help contribute to my team. down Down
1: the line, you know, even if it's down the line.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's not like a second-round pick, I mean, that's just too much of a risk. Like, you're almost just giving him away.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I not agree. making that deal. Yep.
0: I think you do better for Kendall Wright. You know, he's some you're starting right now on a weekly basis. You feel good about it. Marcus Mariota looks like he's going to be legit as well. So, you know, they spent a first-round pick on Kendall Wright, so they're invested in him. Uh, they'll probably be able to re-sign him for a decent amount of money and get him to stay there. So, again, I think him and GGB complement each other very well. I think you could do better. I think as the season goes along, I think it'll probably put that proof into put in.
1: I agree with you. So,
0: that that answers the question there. Uh, Here's one from at Baylor the Great: Should I start Carlos Williams or James Jones in the flex this week? Mm. We talked about that earlier.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting. But I I would tend to lead towards Carlos Williams. Me too. if, If um. 110 rushing yards
0: already without splint carries. And I read that uh, LaShawn McCoy from a legit source was like not going to play.
1: Right. If he's not playing, then I would, I would go Carlos Williams. If, if he does end up playing, then go James Jones. I think they're both great options.
0: Me too. Let's do one more question. All right, later. From at duels underscore 33. His name is Mark Dooley. Can offer Cam Newton and Calvin to get Antonio Brown. But what else is fair for me to receive in picks? Also, Brady and Dynasty. You no know what else is fair for you in picks? Nothing, dude. Yeah. You're getting Antonio Brown. That's and you have Tom Brady, give right. up Cam Newton and Calvin, and get Antonio Brown.
1: I think that's I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, if you're talking yeah. about that that trade straight up,
1: I mean Calvin Johnson. You're talking Calvin Johnson five years ago. You'd want something in return. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, that's not who it is anymore.
0: Yeah, like if you ask me right now, like, hey, you could either have Cam Newton and Calvin, or you could have Antonio Brown. I'd be like, uh, I'll take Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's the. I'll he's, find another quarterback.
1: He's the best player in that pick. I mean.
0: Quarterbacks are easiest you, thing to get. If
1: you yeah, if you want to squeak something out of them, don't don't expect much. You know, yeah. like second or third round pick. That would be it, the highest. If
0: you offered somebody right now a first round pick for Andy Dalton, they would they would not only like laugh at you <laughs> as they give you Andy Dalton, but again, I mean, quarterbacks in dynasty, like in fantasy in general, are just so much easier to come by. They're cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can give up a guy that's at the back end of their you know somebody can help somebody now like Steve Smith. For, like, Andy Dalton, if you want to take the risk on a Tyrod Taylor. Guys are both, those are two guys ahead of Cam Newton in the fantasy polls, you know, in the rankings right now. Right. And pro- production, Antonio Brown's ahead of Calvin. I'm making that trade all day. Definitely since you have Tom Brady, no need to worry. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks coming out next year. You could draft another quarterback to replace Cam Newton. That might give you equal share down the road. A guy like Jared Goff, who I like a lot. Ah, uh, Cardell Jones, Connor Cook. So right.
1: there's definitely some. It's definitely talent. a deep
0: class next year. Um, some good some good talent coming out. You know, like the La uh, Tyler Boyd, Laquan Treadwell, Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry. Uh, gonna be a really nice class. I Can't wait till this year's over. Uh, as a Browns fan, to really start talking about rookies again.
1: I agree, man. I can. I'm pumped for that as well. Yeah. it's gonna, well, be, it's gonna be a good good off season.
0: This podcast comes out on Wednesday which means two days from now when from are listening I'll be on an airplane flying to sunny California. Oh,
1: man, that's going to be nice. I'm
0: going to go eat some sushi, hit up my favorite city, one of my favorite cities in the world, Santa Monica. Love it out there. Visit everybody on Venice Beach, hang out in Anaheim.
1: You're going to be living that relaxed West Coast-style life for a few days.
0: It is, man. I don't like the time change. Like, I can never live there permanently. Uh, I
1: think you'd probably get used to it.
0: No, like a lot of people could. I couldn't. I, I, I I'm saying the I time, the time tickets, change. Man. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. do that. I mean, I guess, yeah, but not during football season. I don't want to watch my football games at 9 a.m., 10
1: a.m. Speaking of a weird um, football game that we forgot to mention, the New York-Miami Sunday matchup is a 9.30 a.m. That's the London game. Ooh. So just beware of that. So if you listened all the way through the podcast, you just got that little tidbit. You say that like people don't listen all the way through. Some people don't. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. They maybe get bored and they don't listen.
0: Hey, if you're not listening right now, don't be a dick.
1: <laughs> it not be mad
0: if me. Didn't hear it because I are not even <laughs> listening. It would be weird that you wouldn't listen all the way through.
1: So anyway, we give
0: some of our sage advice at the end of the show. I know that We're, game,
1: right? Bam. Reasons. Are you wary on. of those London games? Um, a little bit, just because you're you got to travel so much. They're a little and,
0: flat sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of like the Thursday night games. Like you got to be wary of those.
1: But at the same time, they go there and they want to put on a show. So as long as the teams don't stink, it might actually be all right. Which, which you know, the Giants or the the Jets rather. They have a very dominant defense. Brandon which, Marshall beasting. Yeah, which I could see him uh, beasting. Make sure to check on Eric Decker's status. You got to get up bright and early. Check on Eric status. Yeah, he's status. been a
0: PPR, solid PPR option there too. So yeah, yeah right. I'd be on top of that.
1: Him and him and Ivory both. You know, guys that are coming mm-hmm. off injuries and missed a game last week. So you know, pay attention to those guys. Um, How do you
0: feel about Brandon Marshall? That uh, the dynasty perspective.
1: I I think he's a thirty year old. Wide receiver that has probably three years good good production left. You think three years? I think so.
0: Eh, he's pretty damn good. Yeah. Would, would I, he fall in that? Like, if you're not like a tender, kind of sell high now, like is like listings are going to start going down for him.
1: I caught a lot of crap because I had Brandon Marshall still high in my rankings earlier in this year. The guy is a good wide receiver, and he's 30 years old. It's not like he's 36. He's not like falling off the map. I think he's. I put him where I wanted him, and I kept him there.
0: Dude, they're your rankings. Exactly. You got
1: to really test me the one time when I. Te-
0: I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, you have him like, dude, if you don't like my rankings, delete them. I'm like, dude, I'm just asking you a question.
1: <laughs> I, well, I had, I had had enough about my rankings. Well, you know, <laughs> they the, did. The, they did need to generally be updated. They did need was... to update. The only, again, the only beef I
0: ever had with your rankings is like, Why well, do you have Antonio Brown at like 10? Like, how, yeah. the, how, this, it made no sense to me.
1: Because I hate the Steelers. <laughs> no, it was. No, it was. Um, I know I got to be able to put that stuff aside. But yeah, yeah there were a couple yeah. of ones that were a little good. I think
0: the question was like, oh, so you would trade. You would you would trade the number two overall pick for Brandon Marshall.
1: I don't remember. It right. was like
0: Amari Cooper. You had him ahead of Amari Cooper. Oh, okay. Dynasty ranking. How about Amari Cooper?
1: It looks excellent. God,
0: man. that kid is good, isn't yeah, he? Yeah,
1: he really is.
0: It showed something too. Like right first play of the game, they went right after uh, Joe Hayden. Yeah, right away. And he, he looks <laughs> really, really the way. I mean, he gets in and out of his yeah.
1: breaks so He's break, fluently, breaking ankles, and just looks really good. The only issues that he really has after watching a full game of his is. He does drop a, a few passes that he shouldn't, and he has ball security issues. Yeah, he, he really does. It'll he's he's, better, he's loose with the football, and 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 really, he just had like going over the middle, like a little concentration. Like was I don't know if he was afraid of getting hit or what. What his he's issue still, was?
0: He's a, after seeing him in person. I have I have pretty good seats. Pretty mm, yeah. Okay. Know, I'm, pre, I'm row nine right there. Pretty, I got pretty good, pretty good, good seats. Pretty but, big like,
1: deal over there.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, like Amari Cooper's a little like stockier than I thought he was. Like in the Pats. Okay. But no one else is like really like Latavius Murray's a big guy, man.
1: He's a big dude. He's he's tall though, right? Yeah. i going just is. say he doesn't come across as like a really and super fast, muscular, like like beefy guy. But he's, I mean, he's like. 220 pounds, so he's big. He's a big dude, man. Yeah, but I think he's like 6'2", though, right?
0: The guy I went to the game with, I was over him. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm like, look how big Latavius Murray is. Like, I didn't, like, I knew he was big, but until you see him on the field compared to other guys, you're like, wow, for like a running back that's like pretty, like, guys like that usually don't, they don't last long.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure I'm buying the hype on him. He's a speed guy. Getting back to it. I like him. Getting back to an earlier question. I like
0: Latavius Murray, but yeah, he's one of those guys, like, dynasty wise. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. And I guess, you know, if you're talking about buying hype there, where maybe I wait like a couple more weeks, it depends where I'm at, where I'm flipping. Because right now he's like the number four, top five fantasy running back right now. So maybe like mid-season or so right there. And who needs a running back? Everybody needs a running back. right? But kind of let that hype train kind of build a little bit more. Yep. You know what I mean? I agree. So uh, if you have any questions over this weekend you want to talk uh, via Twitter, I will be in an airplane on Friday, and I will have a two-hour drive from L.A. to San Diego on Sunday. I hope I, yeah, I won't be driving. I'm going to have a chauffeur.
1: Chauffeur. Wow, look yeah, at you.
0: riding up, to, I think it's the 5. It's a great drive. I've made the drive before from L.A. to San Diego. You know, you drive through, like, a it's all, it's all ocean, pretty much, on That's the right hand right. side. So It's a great view. Yeah, it's a great drive. I've made it a couple times, uh, so I look forward to making it again. I will have, which but basically means, like, I'll be catching up with some old friends, but always time to answer some Twitter questions. Always
1: time for some Twitter hey, questions.
0: Hey, hey, hey. I don't care about what we did back in college. I got to answer this question about Carlos <laughs> Williams. Of course, you start Carlos Williams. Uh, so I will have some time there, but I will be out of town this weekend, but I will still uh, annoy my wife and still be on Twitter. There you go. Put your phone down. Would Why you, are you always on your phone? You're always on that thing. I'm like, honey, I own a fantasy football website and people need my help. God. Can gosh, I rip off my shirt for my Superman logo <laughs> and it's not there? And she's like, put that bird chest away. I'm like, how dare you insult these pectorals? Uh-huh. So, But if you do want to talk fantasy football, uh, obviously I'll be at the game on Sunday, but you can hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich.
1: I'm at Dynasty Matt.
0: You can follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. Please follow all of the above. Uh, and obviously if you want to talk like more in depth, we have the forum on DynastyNerds.com. Make sure to check out all the great articles we have on there. We have a new article up every single day. Check out the rankings. Check out Matt's new rankings. He said he just updated them.
1: Yeah, I just updated them a couple days ago. Prepare to
0: be surprised. There's
1: uh, some. There's a few changes, but nothing crazy. But it's
0: good. It's good to see yeah. different perspectives. And don't worry, it averages them out. Yeah, you know, we have me, Tommy, you, Corey but, Evans.
1: But if, but if you want to win the championship, just you know, click on mine. Click sort, on sort by I'm Matt.
0: Just- Obviously clear as day you click on Riches, uh swords. Uh Corey's on there too. Uh yeah, give Corey a follow at Dynasty Corey. Yeah. Uh he he's pumping articles out like Just no tomorrow. That crazy. guy's like yeah, he's our I think we paid him the most money because he puts out the mo- obviously he puts out the most yeah, articles. There you go. Um if you've inquired about writing for the site as well. I have like 25, 30 emails from you guys. I, I've been so busy. I haven't had a chance to get to them. I will respond to you. I promise. Some have been there for a month. I've just literally been that busy. Yep. It gets, cra- it gets
1: crazy once the season starts, so it does yeah. get hard to get all caught up. I also like own a that. business,
0: and like I'm swamped there. Yeah. I got kids. I got a wife.
1: Kids kids alone is enough to get you swamped, man.
0: Oh, they, they're enough to drive me insane. Yes. And, yeah. So... Obviously, if you want to support the site and the podcast, the best way to do that is buy Dynasty Nerds t shirt. Really helps us out. Uh, that, seven, that 18 bucks you spend on t shirt uh, pays for the podcast, which yep. uh, we need money. Yeah. And we got to pay these writers. Yes. Sir. This content ain't free, people.
1: It is, but it isn't. <laughs> it is for you, but it isn't for us. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Somebody's got to pay these writers.
0: Yep. Like, hey, every first of the month, like, Hey man where's my money man yeah where's my money man yeah that's where's my up. money that's coming so, up they yeah christmas come up please buy a shirt and if you don't like if you don't want to buy anything right now support the cod podcast for free please give us a ranking review on itunes really helps the podcast way more than you would ever realize because even yeah. right now if you just look for fancy football in itunes we're up there nice dynasty nerds podcast
1: dynasty nerds we're top notch man hey here we are they like us they really
0: like us. <laughs> well, if you like what we've got to say, you want to tune back next week, we'll be back back next week. Can't believe this is episode 91. I think we talked about, I think, for the 100th episode, which is coming in nine weeks, which would be right around playoff season. We're, I think we're going to give away a t-shirt. Mm. So stay tuned. We'll figure that out. We've got nine weeks to figure out how we're going to give it away. Nice. Maybe like, you'll, have to, like, you'll have to... Well, that's not fair to people that don't have iTunes to give us a ranking review.
1: We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we don't need to figure it out right now. But we'll
0: Until then, good luck this week. Go Browns. Start Rashad Matthews, start Carlos Williams, start Matt Jones mm. Don't sell on Alfred Morris yeah, He is a free agent after this year
1: Your balls are showing Bumblebee tuna
0: Ready, set, hut, hut. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight, And follow us on Twitter at DynastyNerds